Podcast. I'm Yoni here in Israel. And I'm Manny, uh, still here in Denver. <laughs> I just like want to play the intro every time and just hear Manny's voice get like more and more mundane as he introduces himself okay. in Denver. But yeah, I mean, I've been here for like over a month now, and it's like weird. It's it's like this is a weird experience. Like what's <laughs> that? just like living in a foreign country for so long. Cause like, you know, we've done our fair share of traveling you more so than I have, honestly, you've been to some cool places like fucking Norway and shit. And where'd you go? Guatemala. That's dope. Um, but I don't know. It's just different when you're just living there and you have to go to like the grocery store and like deal with people. It's funny. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my dad, the infamous Yossi is in town and um it's so funny like denver has changed him as a person because he's like now a lot more nicer he speaks in english to the people even though like he speaks hebrew just to like because i guess israelis will treat you nicer if you're american i guess it probably depends on the israeli though because i wouldn't agree with that statement in general but he's like lila tov to people which means like good night to the people when he like leaves it's just like funny and then like that's just not a thing in israel and so he's just like a lot nicer and softer of a person now <laughs> by living in Denver for so many years. Interesting. Well, yeah, um, there's always a, it's and there's actually a phenomenon you'll see when you come back to America where like you're going to notice all these things about America that like you didn't before. It's like, called culture shock because yeah. like you get so used to this new culture that you're in that when it's time to like. rejoin this culture like well (laughs) yeah just good can't wait to just you know see a bunch of mass shootings on the news (laughs) it's crazy dude i saw something it was like 220 people died just july 4th weekend from guns jesus besides i mean obviously including the main one that happened in like near chicago you know i i looked something up um I watched Forrest Gump last night. It made me sad. So I looked up sad facts. Don't ask why. Um, well, I told you why. But um, one of the facts was that having a gun in the house, you're 22 times more likely to commit suicide or accidentally shoot someone than to shoot like a like an intruder. Intruder. <laughs> so like it's like more harm, more harm than good. <laughs> Significantly more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like Israel's like in the middle of a war zone and that no, not, I, there's obviously a lot less people in Israel than America, but like not nearly as many people die in like a weekend like that. Yeah, two. Although, dude, fucking outside of my house, I want to put a picture up on the, or I guess I took a video of it on the screen, but right out, I don't know if you saw my private story, Manny, but like right out, <laughs> right outside the entrance of my building, there's just like a car like half melted off because it was like on fire, I guess. I think it was on, um, Lila Levon, which I don't even know if I talked about on the, uh, I don't think I talked about it because we've been on a bit of a hiatus, but there's this thing called Lila Levon here in Tel Aviv. And that literally translates to white night, but it's like actually slang for like a sleepless night. So it's like, it happens like once a year and it's basically like the entire city is just partying all night. Like nobody goes to sleep. And so that was the night I just like come home, like, I don't know, like four or 5 a.m., 
I'm coming back to my apartment. I just see like tw- like 10 police cars outside my shit. And I'm like, oh, finally, a burglar broke in and like killed someone as I was expecting to happen because I live in like the sketchiest part of Tel Aviv. <laughs> but no, a car just went on fire. Um, <laughs> it's okay. like just sitting. It's been sitting there for over like a week now. And I just don't. I, I don't know if anyone's coming to pick it up or or what. Well, what do you think someone's going to do, Yoni? Drive it away? I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd appreciate that as a tenant of the building next to this. melt. It's, it's melted. Like, you can see, like, the license plate at the front. It's like the rubber of it's just, like, dripped down. But it's, like, it's just, it's so, like... Yoni, can you not try to gentrify your Tel Aviv neighborhood? I'm sorry, but I want to gentrify this neighborhood because (laughs) it's fucking disgusting. Um, But no, I'm like right next to the more suspicious part of the hood um, in Tel Aviv. But it's, uh, it's not as bad as they say. They tell me not to walk through it, but I've had to, to go from... The train station that's closest to me to my apartment building and it's honestly really nice it just like smells like terrible and you just have like interesting characters walking around but honestly that's all of Tel Aviv like my dad's been like terrified of like the insane amount of like scooters and uh, electric bikes <laughs> that people use here you probably you remember it. Get hit. yeah it's like one a day my dad says i don't know if he's being dramatic i mean he's probably not being dramatic but like i wouldn't be surprised just because it's such close quarters like you have like scooters and electric bicycles like going through like the narrow um spaces in between parked cars and like driving cars and it's like yeah it's a recipe for disaster but no one gives a fuck oh my gosh fun fact so juju smith juju smith schuster is he, he's not Jewish. Juju is a Jew. He's double Jew. Juju on that beat. Anyways, if you guys don't know who he is, if you don't follow football, he's a football player. He's a wide receiver for now, the Kansas City Chiefs. He used to play for the Steelers. And he's been in Israel. And so uh, at first, Jeremy, uh, my friend who's been on the podcast, saw him in Tel Aviv. And then my our friends Jacob and Mitch saw him in Jerusalem. And then when he and then like yesterday or two days ago, I was driving in a taxi with my dad someplace, and I see this man zooming on a lime bike, <laughs> on a lime scooter. What if he got and hit, I'm, man? Dude, I'm that's what I'm saying. I'm like, dude, if the Chiefs found out what he was doing in Tel Aviv, bro, and how dangerous that shit is, like they'd be flipping because they I don't know how much guaranteed money he has in his contract, but they gave him a bag. Uh, yeah, like. <laughs> It's like dude, I just I just zoom past him. I'm like, that's that was fucking Juju Smith Schuster. <laughs> He's just vibing until I'm like, aren't there like, isn't there mini camp or like OTAs or something, or or is that like optional for him? I think there is mini camp. I don't know how he's in Israel right now. Clearly, he doesn't care. <laughs> Dude's vibing in Tel Aviv. Tiani, um, um, <laughs> um, we did not release an episode uh, on time, but that's because you were having a very special weekend, isn't that right? What did I do this weekend? Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> correct. I was uh, with my my OG day ones, uh, Jaden and Daniel, both who both of which have been on the podcast. Um, we actually had Jaden on back in Denver, but I spent the uh, Shabbat the weekend at Jaden's house. And it was honestly lovely being in Rehovo. Um, this was this was funny. Um, we go out to the park like Shabbat night, I think, 
And Jaden, like briefly beforehand, was telling me about like the mafia in Rehovo. Like there's a there's a mob, apparently, right? You don't really hear much about organized crime in Israel, but there's a mob. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, that sounds cool. Like whatever. And um, you think so Israel? Go to the would part. Be, what is you, that? You think, I was just gonna say you think Israel would be on that shit. You know what I mean? Dude, yeah, I think they're just like too busy with other things. They're like, ah, oh, let the mobsters would do whatever. <laughs> But so we come to like the park just to hang out. And then like all of a sudden, like these like these guys come up, like looking like mafia. There's like a certain type of person in Israel called Arsim. They're like, uh, I don't even know how to describe them. They're like Sephardic, but like they dress a certain way. You can like tell like they're typically the ones in the mafia. A lot of them have like knives on them and shit. (laughs) And uh, so like a bunch of those guys pull up to the park with like three like pit bulls, like fucking like these like these fucking like hounds dude like these guard dogs like chain um fucking what do you what do you call the things with the dog i'm losing chain my english or leash yeah chain leash like it was Jesus. terrifying and we were all just like uh and then we just like slowly like leave the park <laughs> and like the dogs were like sprinting but like thankfully there was like a, a, a fence in between us it was terrifying and then we the next night we go to this pool uh it's called snooker snooker in israel that's that's what pool is like the game with the balls and um and uh so we go to this like snooker bar and it's just full of rc like everyone they all wear black or white but like mainly black like it's like really weird so we go in they're all like you know smoking their cigs doing the thing being chill and then it's like i'm wearing like this mar super mario shirt <laughs> into the Oh my! It's like it's like it was really cool. Like one thing about Yoni, yeah, is he always just wears shirts that are just so outrageous. (laughs) That's my style. That's my fashion. (laughs) But so no, because I didn't bring enough clothes for this weekend. weekend. I didn't bring enough clothes for the weekend. So I, I was wearing you know my camo shorts, Mm -hmm. those bright camo shorts, and then this Super Mario shirt. I go into the snooker bar with. And all these guys were in like black, like these nice like Calvin Klein black shirts and like jeans, whatever. <laughs> and like very like this is like this is a this is like a, a low key like tough place. Like you have to like press a, a button to like for and then somebody on the intercom is like blah blah blah, and then they're like they, and then it buzzes you open. It's like a it's like it's like low key. It's like underground. And um, so then yeah, I was just playing pool, and they we just all looked ridiculous. And then Jaden pulled out a cig and started smoking like the rest of them. And I'm like, that's my Israeli brother right there. <laughs> yeah, man, for real. Did they, uh, at least the I guys at you, man. Yeah, they were all like looking at us. And like the tables were put super close together. So like we kept like hitting each other with uh, our sticks. Nah. What if you <laughs> pause, hit the mafia boss? Pause not. What? What if you hit the mafia boss? Did- they can come after me. You know, the funniest thing was, is that it was just like this one old lady that was like running the counter, like running the whole place. But like, everyone's terrified of her. Like she just like yells at the boys, like keeps them in line. If they're like acting up in the, in the bar, it's like in the movies. It's like this one Good. grandma. <coughs> She's gotta be like the grandmother of like half of them or something. I don't know. So that was the weekend. Um, you told also, me that, um, some moment in the weekend, maybe you like, think about a certain topic 
that you would tell me about? Oh yeah. So we were like in deep thought at one night, me, Daniel and Jaden. And this is, this is what I can, I don't know why the hell I was thinking about this, but like, if you notice, like, <coughs> no, this is how I came up with it. So at Jaden's house, they have these straws, but they're metal straws. Right. And so right. they put a straw on each of them and Daniel's just like too fucking out of it to fucking notice that it's a metal straw. So like he gets the straw to drink, like what we were drinking and he bites into it and it's metal. So he's like, I'll oh, fuck my teeth. And I was like, you know what? That's got me thinking because like, even like who, like, why are you biting your straw right away? Like, don't you want to like sip first before you bite? And so then I was thinking like the amount a person chews their straw when drinking tells so much about that person's personality. Interesting. Interesting. Elaborate. Like think about it this way. Like, like there's some people who like at the end of like sipping their soft drink, just like chewed up. Like you can barely like <coughs> barely get anything through the hole. That's what she said. And, <laughs> and then there's other people who's like, it's perfectly fine. And I just think like, that's just like a characteristic or like, I honestly think that may be like a man, a man and woman thing, because I feel like I'm more of a, a gentle straw drinker. And I also think it has to do with age. Kids, oh, you for think, instance, chew that shit up while adults, you, you know, they're a straw drinker because you, you're pretty feminine. That, <laughs> but also be, that's just like, I'm older. I like, I sip, I relax, I enjoy. But I just saw like, you know, like people chew on their straws differently. And like, why is that? I think it's just a matter of who has ADHD. <laughs> mental illness comes into play <laughs> no. uh i don't call it illness disorders whatever um i don't know man to me it yeah, was just fascinating <laughs> it was a fascinating thought i had so um in in manny news um my family yeah got a new puppy well well yeah honestly we should have opened with that yeah we uh, went to this place that was like 40 minutes away and they opened at like 10 and we got there at 11 and by the time we got there all the like adorable like six week old like super tiny puppies were like pretty much taken like there were still a lot of six week old puppies but like the cute the cuties were taken um and at this like it was a rescue center it wasn't like a puppy mill where they just pump them out for profit you know what i mean um And while we're there, like when I walk in, there's only one dog that's barking. And I'm like, oh, we should not get that dog. That dog seems crazy. Um, turns out that's the dog we got. But <laughs> um, the story behind it's kind of sweet. Basically, they brought some dog like into this like little it's I don't want to call it a cage, but it's like like a big cage. It has like a bench big. in it. You can like meet the dog, you know, they bring this dog in there. And it's like, it's sweet, but like my dad doesn't honestly like the color of it. And it's not that sweet. And this other dog is just like not barking, but it's like, "Ah!" and, and this woman's like, oh, you should meet May, May, May. And we're like, okay. So they bring this dog in and she's just the sweetest thing of all time. She's like a big dog. I don't, I mean, you know, Yoni, my, my old dog, Katie was like, not tiny. She was like a small, medium sized dog. This dog's probably a big medium-sized dog like she's definitely bigger than katie but anyway she comes in and she's super sweet and we find out she's about a year old the story behind her is kind of crazy apparently one of the women uh who works at the 
puppy place, puppy rescue center, said that she found her just alone in Commerce City, like on the streets. And she didn't have a tracker or anything on her. Um, and she like posted a bunch of things to see if she was anyone's. No one responded. So she finally put her up for adoption the day we went. And she's a sweetheart. She's a sweetheart. She's cute AF. The thing is, she'll like jump and try to sit on your lap, but she's like 60 pounds. But a funny part is that like, not even funny, funny story about her is um, I was like trying to go to bed the other night and I'm in the basement and she's supposed to be sleeping upstairs and she comes all the way to the basement and jumps on my bed. And I'm like, okay, like I'll try to sleep guys. My bed. At, well, but the issue is my uh, bed here in Denver, my high, like my uh, high school bed, it's a twin bed. I barely fit on it. <laughs> and this dog is trying to like finagle its way in there. It, just, it was a recipe for disaster. Um, no, but yeah, um, I am watching her for the weekend. Um, no one rob me, please. And I am going to rub her belly a lot and take her on lots of walks. And yeah, that's truly it. I'd say you guys could meet her, but she's a dog. You can't meet a dog? Well, she can't say like, hey, podcasts, like how you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's have may on for a podcast episode hello everyone welcome back to the nice podcast yeah i honestly wanted to start with that when manny told me he got a new dog i was ecstatic i'm like that those are summer vibes right there no summer vibes were immaculate it's a great great cuddle buddy and and the the thing is like she yeah she's just a cutie the thing is she's she looks like a grown dog but she yeah, has the personality. Say. She has the personality of a puppy. You know what I mean? That's cute. It's really yeah. cute. She's a cutie. She's a cutie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cutie. and we and we think that she had children at some point. How how did how could you tell? Well, she just caught some fat nips. So <laughs> we think she dogs have nipples? Yeah, female dogs. I don't know about male dogs. Where are the nipples located? On their stomachs. Like, like udders? Their... No, because the udders like hang down low. The nipples are like nipples. Is are cows India... udders? India I don't think India has nipples, has nipples bro. India has Where? Nipples. I don't I've never seen them. I've I've accidentally touched them and it grossed me out. No, I think you touched like her warts or something. <laughs> I think those are her nipples, bro. Yeah, on her back? No. Oh, no, 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 no. no. India's got some nips, but they're probably tiny nips because she never Not as big as my nips, that's for sure. Yoni, you have huge nips. Yeah, honestly, I wonder. I mean, I feel like I flashed them like a few episodes ago. That's besides the point. If you want to see them, go check out the YouTube episode of one of our episodes and you can try to find it. Um, What? Um, last night I was watching Forrest Gump. I don't know why it just kind of happened. Um, amazing movie. And, and have you ever heard of ping pong diplomacy? Yes, I've heard of that term. It's like one of the fu- like crazier, like American history events. Essentially, like this ping pong team, like went to China for a ping pong tournament, mm-hmm. and it just like 
made all these crazy headlines because China was communist and it was like during the Cold War and the U.S. had no relations with China like at all. And this ping pong team like being there was like such a big deal that it literally led to like the president to Nixon, the president of the U.S., being able to then go to China on a trip. And it was all because of this ping pong team. And I realized that in Forrest Gump, he was a part of ping pong diplomacy, which is hilarious. Yeah, wait, did he go to China or anything? I know he became like an amazing ping pong player. Yeah, 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 he did. So he was (laughs) like, I was so good. The military decided to put me on the U.S. national team and we went and played in China. He was like, everyone made a big deal out of it, but I was just playing ping pong. (laughs) Yeah, wait a minute. That's crazy because the last time I watched Forrest Gump was before I learned about that because I learned about that in like AP US history. That's crazy. That's so funny. I mean, they also included him in like a bunch of other historical events like the Vietnam War and like <laughs> water. Oh, he snit. He, 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 uh, made, he got Nixon caught in Watergate too in the, in the movie because he was oh, yeah. on ping pong diplomacy. So Nixon was like, he got to meet the president. And he was like, where are you staying? And Forrest told him, and he's like, oh, that's a bad hotel. Come stay at, like, the Watergate Hotel. And then Forrest called, like, the hotel management. He's like, there are people with flashlights in the room over. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so funny that they just, like, intertwined him with history. Oh, yeah, he met, like, four sitting presidents. (laughs) Yeah, I know, dude. Like, did the whole shebang. Dude, Dude ran across the country. Yeah, but that was people only after. he was a billionaire. He was a billionaire then. I mean, millionaire, big time. Yeah. It was after the shrimping and Apple investment. Bubblegum fish. Oh yeah, they also like made him the owner of that. Bubblegum fish. Yeah, man, dude is doing quite well for himself. Dude, I just looked it up. I'm sorry, last thing. Today, Forrest Gump's Apple investment would be worth seven billion dollars. You're really fact checking. You're really, you could probably calculate his total net worth, including Bubblegum Shrimp and his other uh, financial dealings. <laughs> I just, I like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Dude, why did he like Jenny though? That girl did not deserve him. That girl was crazy. That was a crazy fucking motherfucker. Yeah, that great movie. Oh, spoilers. Great. I don't know if anyone else. Yeah, we kind of just like told everything that he did throughout. I'm sorry. The movie's from the 80s. I feel like you can't. Wait, it was released in the 80s? Or like the 90s. That's crazy. It's like 95, I think. Yeah, that's why Forrest is so young. Tom Hanks is like old now, dude. Do you know who aged terribly? Who? Will Ferrell. Really? Yeah, he is old now. Wasn't he in your fraternity or is that another one? No, he went to he was in a fraternity at USC. Um no wait, I'm not I'm not even thinking of Will Ferrell. He aged okay. There's someone else who aged really badly. And it doesn't matter. Do you know who didn't? Um you know who didn't age at all? Yeah. Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, man. You look at him next to you. Wait, did you see Top Gun? I haven't seen the new one, but I heard like 
there was like a picture of him and then next to his co-star from the original Top Gun and what that they look like him. now. And they're it's like completely different. No, yeah, it's funny. Like Tom Cruise just looks like a million bucks these days. And Val Kilmer is like dying of throat cancer. So Oh, that's so so lovely. Not. I think you are the best actor I've ever met. You know, people have complimented uh, complimented my singing skills here. Really? So I'm thinking when I come back to the States, we should start a band. Yoni, has and... any sober person complimented your drinking skills? Yes. How dare you assume that they were just too drunk to understand? I'll show you. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit the podcast and turn it into a studio and just fucking for music what kind of what kind of music would you very nice music some kazakhstani folk some kazakhstan folk kazakhstani bluegrass bluegrass folk man i wonder like what are there like any musicians from kazakhstan that make like kazakhstani music because like i'm curious as to like because i doubt it like the soundtrack from borat is an accurate representation of what they listen to in Kazakhstan. Wait, let's look. Oh, totally. There's a guy named Kairat Nurtas. So what's uh, like his genre? Um, he he's topped the uh all I know is it says he topped the Kazakhstani charts based on CD sales. Right. You, they don't have Apple music out there. <laughs> so what was I gonna say? It was funny. Do you know? Do you know what's another specific genre I want to listen to that I learned about recently? Palestinian rap. I was at um. Remember where we were in the West Bank at like that place called Roots, where we heard from a Palestinian dude. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it was this place in the West Bank where basically Israelis and Palestinians yeah, they they, they hang out. Yeah, they become friends, and so we. I was there again on this mini onward trip, and I was like, oh, I've been here before what's up <laughs> and so the jewish the israeli who spoke was actually a woman this time not the guy that we had but then the, the palestinian guy was the same dude so i was like oh my okay. boy near what's good and then he was talking about like somebody asked like what do you guys like like how does media affect you in the west bank like do you get some things do you not get some things like do you, what what type of stuff do you watch listen to and he's like right. yeah no we you know we like the shows like euphoria and <laughs> it was funny <laughs> but he was like yeah, like we like hip hop, you know. There is some Palestinian Palestinian rap, but I prefer uh, the American. So now I'm just curious as to what that even sounds like because the only Arab music I've heard is like the traditional like. Da, 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 da. You probably you probably find it honestly. It probably wouldn't even be that hard. I know. It, I wouldn't be surprised if it like took the traditional and then just added a lot of bass and then they rapped over it. But maybe that's just presumptuous of me. No, that's pretty much. Yeah, I mean, dude, in Israel, like the modern day music here is ass. Like, I don't even know if there is rap. I haven't really heard the rap. Like the pop here, booty cheeks. And like at the clubs, like it's just techno. It's just boom, 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 boom. It's like it's like the same beat over and over again. And then they like add a transition, like, and then it goes back to the, it's like this, it sounds like the same thing over and over and over and over again. And he's just like, I can't dance. Have you been clubbing a lot? 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, I probably go out like four times a week. <laughs> Just like, why not? Hotel V for the summer. Uh, but no, it's good. Some nights are good. Some nights less good. Just depends. Like uh, me and my friends and my sister came along with me. We went to this place called Jimmy Who. And the DJ was amazing. Like amazing music. Like all the oh, best wow. songs. Like not even just Amer- like the American classics, but like also like just like good music with like melody and like with lyrics you can sing to and dance to and stuff and like change of tempo and then right. i went there the next night and it was just boom, boom, boom. it was terrible you never no know words it just depends on the dj here honestly right uh, right give and take. let me well because i don't know if the viewers know this but a lot of our mine and Yoni's mutual friends are in Israel right now. Like obviously Daniel Jaden, but a bunch of guys who went to Israel with us uh, last summer. So my question is, but you're also living with all these guys from BU. So how do you kind of split up your time in that sense? Well, that's the thing. That's why I'm always exhausted. Cause like not to sound like the shit, but I got a lot of people to see. <laughs> and like, there's like, I don't know. Everyone's on a different schedule. It's hard to coordinate. I tried, like, I've had, no, I've, like, had, uh, I've had the boys, Jacob, Aaron, our IST friends, which, oh, my God, we need to get Aaron on a podcast, but. Oh, true. So I got to text him and see if he'll come over. But, like, he's been here before with, like, and Daniel, we've all hung out together. Like, worlds have been colliding, man. Worlds have collided. But, but Aaron, or not Aaron, Jacob's heading home pretty soon. Maybe even today. I know. Dude, that's great. You should uh, meet up with him. You can talk about how much he... What do you say? How much he hates America. Yeah. (laughs) I'm actually texting right now when you're home. Well, we're going to do a 14er, we decided. Nice. Jacob's not going to be used to the altitude. (laughs) I know, dude. I'm going to feel so athletic. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be like a... No, but this man has like a full, full beard now. Really? Full beard, yeah, full ginger beard growing. Does, didn't beard. he like want to move to Israel permanently? Yeah, but like I think his parents would disown him. <clears throat> That's besides the point. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely been uh, it's fun. Everyone meeting everybody. Uh, a lot like all my BU friends met my father the other day. Obviously, oh, I, I had a hype yes, yeah. Like he's just. Worse. He's the dog. Um, Mia's coming in today. That's exciting. So, yeah, man, we're probably going to be hitting the curbs. She just came from Vietnam and Laos. So I'm curious to hear what she has uh, been up to. She's like in and out of service half the time, she told me. So huh. maybe we can have her on. Uh, it's like vegan veganism round two. Hey, Yoni, something I've been thinking about unrelated to Mia, but like, what if I just, like, join the Israeli army? Like, can I just do that? Yeah. They, like, they need, they need, uh, they'll take whoever. <laughs> like, no, but, like, what if you, me, and Daniel all just join together? That'd be crazy. Yeah, you know, 100% can. I mean, we can't guarantee that we'll, like, be in, like, the same unit or sector or whatever. They kind of decide that. I mean, it depends. They, you, like, do a bunch of tests, and then they may give you some options, or they may just put you some, like, or you just have one option if you, like, suck it everything yeah but, what, but let's like all be absolute beasts and get put in like the same unit let's just all be inside Matkal, the fucking most elite unit yeah just fucking we're like all athletic enough we could make we could pass the physicals 
Yoni, if one of us was going to die, who would it be? I'm afraid it, I'm afraid it would be me. Because, I don't know, I just do some stupid shit. I think, I think the most realistic thing is we both do something stupid, but Daniel saves us. Daniel saves, yeah, exactly. So none of us die, but we could have died. No, Daniel, Daniel died saving Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying like we would have died if Daniel wasn't there. No, but then Daniel died. Oh, like he sacrifices himself? Yeah. Well, that's sad. Then I'd feel no, really then, guilty because it's no, because it, I did then you and I travel the world with his urn. <laughs> and just spread, put a little ash in each each part. Wait, that's so sad. Oh why are we talking about rather, that? Daniel's gonna listen uh, to this episode and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I would rather have Daniel there with us as we travel Thanks. this world. Everyone, there's May. We get a special May feature only for the YouTube watchers. Ah, oh, here she's looking up. She's like, what the fuck you doing, cuz? <laughs> nah, like, May probably talks like this. Ah! May, uh-huh. like if, if she were to be human. Dude, this dog is so freaking adorable. But the issue with her is that she likes cuddles too much. And I love cuddles, Yoni. You know? But not, but not as much as she does. Dude, not as much as her. So then are you truly a, a cuddle lover? No, I am. I just think because she was probably abandoned that she always needs to like know you're not going to abandon her situation. Yeah. Oh. So my parents did leave for the weekend, so I guess they abandoned her. <laughs> they did abandon her. Yeah, well, yeah. And I'm uh, everyone, her secret name is Kim um, for Kim Jong-un, the Supreme Leader of North Korea. Um, but Jill and David don't know that Manny's parents are not allowed to know. So if you see them on the street, don't tell them. Don't tell my parents. But it's secretly Kim Jong Un in a dog's body. It is. Well, the supreme leader can reincarnate himself in whatever way he. Exactly. Would. So he decided to reincarnate himself as a dog, and so happened that Manny, Manny adopted, adopted that dog, exactly. and then he started speaking Korean to Manny, and then Manny obviously knows Korean, so then Manny was like, "Holy shit, this is Kim Jong Un, our supreme leader and savior." Exactly. And here we so are. I just finished my last book, local book I'm about to start. It's called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Is it Hunger Games? It looks like a Hunger Games book cover. It is. It's the prequel to the Hunger Games. It's so is it's new? It's a new book? It's been out for like a year or two now, but but nobody's over- talked about it. <laughs> no, they're they're making a movie for it. Oh shit. And you know how the Hunger Games books were like pretty reasonable in length? Yeah. Book is 500 pages. It's pretty hefty. And it's the prequel. So it talks about like how that society came about or something. So I'm pretty sure. Um, how they came up with the Hunger Games. It takes place in. Okay. It takes place at the 10th annual Hunger Games. Um, while the first Hunger Games book takes place at the 74th. And in it, President Snow is like one of the main characters, but he's not the president because it's 64 years earlier. That's sick. That's so interesting. So, yeah. Why won't they start at the first one? Maybe they'll make a prequel to the prequel. I think if they started at the first, because it's like the story of how President Snow came to power. Um, 
but also like it has to do with the Hunger Games. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I haven't read it yet. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Mike, tell us the entire plot right now. That's so funny. I did not hear about it at all. That's no, well, because I'm gonna definitely want to go see the new movie, but I feel like I should probably read the book first. Yeah, man. I know. You'll, then you'll probably be disappointed by the new movie because the book's always better. <laughs> I know. But then I can like be one of those people who's like superior. And oh, yeah, I read like, the book. Be like, oh, I've read the book. This is this is decent, but it's it's not as good. Yeah, what was I gonna say? I uh, what were you gonna say? My dog won't stop licking my chair. It's like she's cleaning it like a child, but it's a chair. What are you doing? No, don't bite the chair. That's <laughs> material. You like that wood? That's Aww. what she said. I'll give it to you. That's pretty funny. <laughs> For your own dog, Manny. That's disgusting. You know what? No, you, you're the one You might as well it. check off the bestiality box at the end of the rice purity test. You disgust me. Let's not get into bestiality again. We've already gone too in-depth in the podcast. Wait, what was the thing we got into in there? About how, like, we deem it okay to eat animals, but, like, oh, it's but not disgusting <laughs> to have sex with them, even though, like, eating them is kind of gross, too. No, no, no. What we said was that if you're an animal, you probably prefer <laughs> the second option. Oh, yeah, true. Because, like, who would rather die than have sex? Sex is way better. Although, I don't know. If the animal doesn't want it, then it's also not enjoyable at all. True. Not consensual. True. What was I going to say? Okay, no, really? Do you know what I wanted to talk about? Dude. What fucking you know how Brittany Griner's been in Russia? Yeah, for like for, for like I don't even, like uh, over a hundred days now, right? Because it's fucked she up, brought, man. It's fucked up. I will just say that it was kind of stupid of her to bring like fucking weed to Russia, especially when there was a war going on. But besides that, no, I agree. It's still fucked up. I'm just saying. The crazy. <laughs> I don't thing know why she it. brought fucking drugs to Russia. Like even even with your argument that like it was stupid on her end. Russia's detained her longer than like they should have given the crimes because it's fucking so now she, the U.S. considers it a hostage situation. Yeah, they deemed it that. But essentially what's happened recently in the news is her coach, right? Because the WNBA season began. So like the oh, Phoenix wow. Mercury are just like out of their best player because she's stuck in Russia. Just tough for them as well. But she said like she was quoted, if this was LeBron James, he'd be home by now. <laughs> and- which is very true. I agree. Like it is kind of a double standard, but then the internet just went crazy with it. <laughs> and like one replies, like I would have invaded the country myself if they took Braun. <laughs> Draymond, Draymond, Draymond Green would have been, would have had Braun free day one, bro. Look at it with the sniper. <laughs> Another one. Braun after 15 minutes inside the Russian slammer. It's like his magazine. When he went I'm back to home. Cleveland, I'm oh coming home. God. Dude, <laughs> this is the funniest one. Me showing up to Putin's house to negotiate LeBron's release. Skip, skip Bayless in his fucking Naruto form. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> this is just like a what, LeBron. What's the show that Skip Bayless is on now, like Undisputed. How, yeah, something. How, the headline is how Russia's invasion of Ukraine affects LeBron's legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh me in Russia the first time I got the noti from Bleacher Report, and then it's like, I promise you, 
I'm oh going to get you out of there. You know, the crazy thing, though, is <laughs> I feel like no one knew she was in jail for like 20 days. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I start I heard, started hearing about you like a month in. They're like, oh, OK, now it's now, you know, no, because it wasn't a big headline, dude. Like she was put in jail and it was like the eight. It was like one of those headlines that was like underneath the news, you know, like there'd be the news and then like the text underneath. That's like <laughs> another news, Brittany Griner, WNBA star uh, arrested today. And they just like. And then one day someone was like, well, yeah, Bernie Griner's detained in Russia. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's, it, we're laughing, but it's so fucked. Like, I know. we just don't give a fuck like, about. In real now, like, if LeBron was arrested by Russia, it'd be the top story on every news channel. Dude, that the, he just wouldn't get arrested, though. The, like, the U.S. would fucking go to war. <laughs> like, for LeBron? Fuck for yeah, fucking we would. Like, <laughs> even you're saying it. <laughs> Even unrelated. You're no, but unrelated. So are we going? Wait, excuse me, excuse me. So are we going to war for Brittany Griner or no, Manny? Well, we haven't, so it's not even a hypothetical. I'm just saying LeBron is hypothetically, dude. LeBron is like an. LeBron is an American. Okay, for what it's worth, I don't know if this makes it any better. Um, but I think we would go to war for Serena Williams. Yeah, that'd be big. That'd be tough. So. So I know it seems like a gender thing because we go to war for LeBron and not BG and they're both, they both play basketball, but LeBron's a mega star, he is you a know, star. and like, he's an American sports icon. So but is- to be fair. Yeah. So is Serena, Wilson. but the funny thing, is, I mean, not the funny thing, the ironic thing is, is the reason Brittany Griner was in Russia in the first place was to play overseas because it's like the WNBA salary, like, isn't a lot. It's like, yeah. isn't enough. So they play overseas in the off season. So they don't even really have an off season. So she was playing for like true. Russia. So well, because Russian oligarchs like don't have a salary cap for their teams. So they yeah. get tons and tons of money for it. And they're just like, Brittany, come play for us. You're a tall American woman. We need you. <laughs> Although, here's my question to you. Would the United States in like declare a war on Russia for like John Wall? I don't think so. I, I, think, don't I think I don't think anyone would really care. Yeah, we're that just much. like we're just attacking people based off their level of fame. Like, what if, what <laughs> like you're Kevin not important Durant? enough? Like, what about Kevin Durant, dude? Like, people would be pit. Like, it'd make a lot of headlines. Well, I don't know if we're going to war for KD. <laughs> I bet the U.S. government has, like, lists of, like, people we would go to war for and people we would not go to war for. I feel like the list has got to be small, though. Like, Borat's got to be on the go to war for. Like, Sasha Baron Cohen's got to be on the go It depends who's for. in office. It depends who's in office. because Trump, Trump is were- not going to war for him. No. Rudy Giuliani would not be happy about that. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani wouldn't. Rudy Giuliani would praise Russia. He'd be like, thank you. Yeah. He'd, he'd be like, like, give him the death penalty. On gone, man. Okay, wait. Who do you think? Is there like any top top four people you would go to war for? Mount Rushmore. Or what? say what you wanted to say first, and then that's our Mount Rushmore. I was just thinking of like an NFL player that they would definitely go to war for. I feel like Tom Brady. The, yeah, yeah, for it's sure. like okay, but the uh asterisk to my Matt Rushmore is that it can't be somebody you personally know, it has to be like a celebrity. Okay, or, and here's my, here's my question Is it in the specific case that Russia detains them? I mean, or does it matter? It be, 
Well, like you say, go to war for, but like, what's that mean? Is it like they? Oh, like go to war against which country? Well, my question is, why am I going to war? Is it to save them? Yeah. Or is it because they want me? Okay, cool. (laughs) Okay. Okay, you start. Sasha Baron Cohen. Easy. You would go to war for him. Yeah, because then he would be a guest on our podcast once I save him. Oh, that's so true. And then we would like go viral, and it'd be a great fucking episode that's so true dude honestly i'd go to war for uh nicole Jokic, dude he's not yeah. even American. not even an american <laughs> yeah what would we do in that case would we just be like fuck man he's not an american citizen or is he save him and <laughs> for serbia know. well serbia is like right next to russia we could we could just cross the border and fuck him up i like that Jokic is that fucking guy okay yeah, i don't know dude. if you know this Dude, who am I going to war for? I'm going to war for... I'm going to war for Kanye West. I'm bringing him home. Dude, we no knew, one... Knew... People would... A lot of people would honestly, like, be fucked up and be like, we don't need him. Meh, meh, meh. Yeah. It would be like Trump, like, when people wanted Trump to die. <laughs> but I'd be one of... The, I'd be, like, part of the elite unit of Kanye fucking dick suckers that would go in and fucking... I fucking like I like that answer, dude. I'd We'd go be to an war elite for, unit. I'd go to war for Joe Byron. <laughs> no, that him. homeless dude who says Joe Byron. I'm going to war for him. <clears throat> Don't tell me that's actually one of your four. That's my third. Yoni, is that? Are those rings on your fingers or a rubber band? No, it's a rubber band that I've been like. Okay, cool. Bless you. My dog sneezed on my leg. Bless you, Kim Jong-un. Do you need tissue? Supremely dude, I was sleeping. I was sleeping in my sister's room um, because she's obviously not here and she's got a bigger bed. And that way I can cuddle with my dog. Um, nice. My dog like jumps on my bed in the morning and wakes me up at 6, 6 a.m. And the first thing she does is just and just sneezes right on my face. <laughs> a dog sneezes gross. No cap. Yeah. All right. What's All your right, third, Manny? After Joe Byron and what was my first? I took Joe Byron. No, I took Joe. I took literally Joe Biden. You're go. You're actually gonna save Joe Biden, bro. He's like 80. It's like know, not worth dude. it. He's gonna no, die soon. I, I want Joe Biden. Okay, man. You go for that. I'll Wait, that was Joe. My yeah, okay. that was my so second though, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, I'm saying your third. Huh. I I don't want to like be lame and just repeat athletes. You know what I mean? I would go to war for. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio, dude. Yes. I'm going to war. My last one's Steven Spielberg. I'm going to war for him. Oh, USC. We need more movies. We need need more movies from Steven Spielberg. We need more movies from USC alum. Dude, no. Honestly, maybe Quentin Tarantino. I don't know which one to pick for my last one. Or Martin Scorsese. I'll pick Quentin Tarantino. He's too far. Like the feet thing, you know? What? 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 What feet thing? You don't know about the foot thing? <laughs> the foot thing? You don't know about the foot thing? No, I don't know about the foot thing. What's he the just foot like, thing? People like realize like the dude just has an obsession for feet. Like all of his movies, he just has women's feet like very prominent. Oh, like, like, camera, like camera angles will like show a woman lying in bed, but like it'll be like from her feet and up. So like you just see her bare toes. There's just a lot of extreme close-ups of feet in his films. No, like okay. actually... Okay, that's a theory then. That's not confirmed. 
Dude, look up Tarantino. Bro, it's the artistic vision of his, okay? Just, just whether or not he has a foot fetish or not. Quentin hey. Tarantino explains why he has a foot fetish in his films. You know, uh, <laughs> he was like, yeah, I do have a foot fetish. Now, here's why I put it in my movies. I did not know that. Wow. Well, his wife is Israeli, so that's cool. That is really cool. And you know what? Now that I know he has a foot fetish, now I'm definitely going to war for him. He's my fourth. Ugh. Whatever, man. Whatever. That's personality. My last, you know who I'm saving last, dude? I'm save, I'm going to war for Musk. Elon Musk, because he would give yes. me money. He would so give me money for doing it. And then he'd probably give you a free trip to Mars and the Earth explodes. Revenge. Dubs. That sounds pretty good. That's a good person to save. Honestly, you're doing it for yourself. That's smart. I should have picked a billionaire as well. Although, was, I mean, all the people I picked are pretty successful. So Yeah. You know, one funny thing I'll say is that right now it's like 9.30 my time. Um, I think it's 6.30 Yoni's time. Yeah. And uh, initially we were going to film at 8 my time. We started filming at 8.30. And I text Yoni and I'm like, can we move it 30 minutes? And he's like, sure. Sleep well. <laughs> like, you know, just I like, knew. Why? I knew it. Because I'm like, I already knew five. I just remember it's like 8 a.m. And I was like, I appreciate Manny getting up that early. And then it was like 8 th- 5.30. I was like, I get it, man. It's because I stayed up watching all the Forrest go. Fucking. Honestly, you know what? I Then I'm glad. I'm glad you did that. It was okay to move it 30 minutes. It's a fantastic movie. I'm going to rewatch it soon. Yoni, I, guess what, man? I got to see you in like three weeks. I know, dude. I've been here for a while. Like, it's, it's already J- July something. Like, less than a month. I'm like, yeah, three weeks. Wait, three, three it's actually one, two, th- it's almost four weeks. But yeah, the, four weeks. Like, but Yoni, in less than a month, man, you're going to be in my arms, baby. We should start off the podcast with me in your lap. Oh my god! Oh yeah. Okay. Well, with that hopeful ending, make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Very Nice Podcast, where we post the funniest clips from our each and every episode. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Very Nice Podcast. We get a free mug, guys. We're broke. We're broke, boys. We're in college, and the U.S. rips us off with tuition. and inflation, man. You know, th- shit's expenses here, especially in Tel Aviv, please. I need my, my shawarma and falafel. And uh, <laughs> well, with that, we'll see you guys later. Peace. Bye-bye.